0: Trump, Trump,
1: Trump, Trump, Trump. trying to trying to just be who, who i believe i'm supposed to be not only and part of that is living in your purpose the second part is being um invited and collaborative right for when you refer to some as bodies you're talking about the dead right if you think about it. as much as people see me as much as you don't right so you always got to take care of yourself right so from
2: our very first show that we did we had him on he said, y'all got a podcast. It don't matter if one person watches it or a thousand people watch it. Big Mike. What's up, bud? Man, on? you can hear me good. I'm I'm super nervous right now that something's going to go wrong.
0: But don't, don't. I'm, I'm man, kidding. knock on wood. You got some wood in there. I nah, wood, I got no wood.
2: Man. I got some good marble. I got some good marble. All right. Yeah, you, you,
0: got, you got to tell the people where you at, man.
2: Yeah, maybe you should yeah, we had 2.0 plus one. Uh, so I'm in Bahrain right now, uh, sitting here planning for a World Cup conference, which is pretty cool, man, out here with the Marines and the Army to get mm. my Ura on and my uh, off we go, sailing the ships or whatever they say. Anchors away, that's what it is. <laughs> <away>. <laughs> off Anchors we sailing <laughs> <laughs>
3: Hey,
0: you're going to get jumped. That's what you're going to do. Yeah, Yo, I'll be
2: tell- I'll be walking to the to the NEX because I can't say BS because they correct me. I'll be uh, giving all the Marines the ooh-rah.
0: Thinking I'm going to get
2: one back. <laughs> yeah,
0: and they look at you and start laughing.
2: <laughs> hey, some give me like a raw, Some give me like, bro, what the hell you doing? You know what so I, I never know what you going to get. What's up with you, though?
0: Hey, man, chillin', man. I'm just... uh. Hey, went to Osan. Had to drive like two hours up there, two hours back. Man, had to get some pick some stuff up, bro. We ain't really got too much down here, so you got to you got to make trips to go get what you need. Um, yeah, yeah. So I got back like a couple hours ago, man. Just trying to get situated. That's it, bro. Weekend here is gonna go by fast, and then Monday gonna be back. And you already know, same yeah. same slogan, same so slogan. So
2: we off. All- we all Friday, Saturday. We got work Sunday, so it's kind of weird. They, they they their holidays is Friday, Saturday out here, or excuse me, yeah. the weekends Friday, Saturday, and so uh-huh. Sunday. So we we back at work tomorrow, so we can put in that that overtime while Y'all overtime. sleeping, there, while You sleeping and stuff. We gonna be out here uh, helping nope, y'all nope. out.
0: I about, I about to say, don't say protecting the world free with all your slogan. <laughs> Whatever your slogan is, <laughs> you be saying.
2: Nah, what's up, people? that's in the building. What's going on? We got a very special show for y'all uh for y'all for y'all that's been rocking with us for for since day one a one uh we have had this guest on one time and he was our very first guest that we had as far as we try to do the virtual thing or the zoom thing and we tried to do you know something with the picture like kind of what we're doing now it didn't work out so it's straight audio but he was our first guest that we had on which was man two years ago was it yeah yeah two freaking years ago so a lot has changed uh, since then as more people are coming in the building. Uh, as always, if y'all have any questions, go ahead and post them in. We'll go ahead and ask those questions. Let's go ahead and bring them on. I want in to introduce something because I think I'm going to jack it all up if I try to do it. So we're going to go ahead and bring them in. Ladies and gentlemen, retired Chief Master Sergeant uh, Todd Simmons. What's going yeah. on, sir? How are you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> he a fool. Pete, Pete, Pete. What's up, Pete and Mike, man? Pete, <laughs> what's Pete, up, man? Pete, what's up, T? <laughs> Yeah, Pete said he was going to jot the intro off. He, he had to look at a piece of paper like he did in the office. <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't yell at him for 18 months as a senior. <laughs> All right, Pete, reading scripts, I'm, man.
2: Oh, I was trying to get everything together. But what's going on, Chief? How are you?
1: What's going on? Not not too bad, man. You know, um, I'm not on the time zone, y'all alone. So, man, I'm out here just moving to my new house. And it's chaos, man. If I had to turn the screen, man, you'll see all kind of stuff you don't want to see right now. But <laughs> it's going good, man. Happy to carve out some time, man, to share with you. I-, I heard the intro, man, but man, I'm telling you, first of all, that's a fire intro video. Oh, love, appreciate, it. appreciate. It. Man, I'm sitting here. I don't sit nowhere and watch nothing for three minutes. So I <laughs> and I watched watch the whole thing, man. I'm like, man, that's pretty. That's pretty cool. It, it drew me in.
0: But started, oh, oh, like, OP put, OP some put some work into that. He put some work man, into that.
1: Let me tell
2: y'all. Uh, for you, I ain't scared to tell the secrets because I I know that if you're gonna put in the work, you're gonna find it yourself. So people ain't gonna put it in the work. I could just tell you, Canva is a mother effort. That thing will uh, set yourself apart if you try to do some intros or try to do some PowerPoint slides. Look at Canva; you might have to get the membership, but Canva uh, is the thing. And I'll take sponsorships from them if they' listening. Uh, <laughs> <more>. <laughs> yeah.
0: hey, we got a whole gang of sponsorships we need. Yeah.
2: All right. But yeah, Chief, what's go- I'm trying not to call you Chief, but it's not going to work. So it's, I, it's I hope we can move past that. Yeah, it's so so tough, and I know everybody else has the same thing. So how's it going? What, I mean, shoot, well, first of all, if anybody sees you, they see you everywhere, everywhere mm-hmm. and anywhere. They can find you in a different city, different state, different country, uh, different atmosphere. Uh, next thing you know, you're going to be on uh, with Elon Musk over there in space somewhere holding it down. <laughs> so what's going on? I think we lost Mike, so we're just going to kick him out for now. But what's going on?
1: Nothing much, man. Um, you know, just, you know, I appreciate that. I mean, you know, to be honest with you, I, you know two years ago, I think back when I was first on with you and Mike, man, and and then watch y'all grow. First, first of all, shout out, shout out to 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 y'all for all the success and and, and stepping forward and, and and living your purpose and things that you are trying to do. But no, man, it's just been trying to grow this thing, trying to be out here, and not you know you know trying to show honestly. If I was to put it in about ten seconds, trying to trying to just be. You know who who I believe I'm supposed to be, right? Not only, and, and part of that is living in your purpose. The second part is being being super um, invited and collaborative, right? Um, you know, a lot of things, a lot of things in this world that that we are all blessed to have done. Travel, you know, raise raise families, raise kids, you know, you know, travel all over the world. Come from come from Modesto and, and, and you know all over you know places like that, but you know. At this point in my life, man, you know, you know, what people success to me is not monetary. It's never been, you know, I didn't join the military to get rich. So, you know, what I've been doing is, you know, I, yeah, I'm trying to grow my own business, but more so I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be overly collaborative where other people can grow with me to really show as an example of, man, that table, you know, people talk about it, you know, that table, that table, but you know, the only way you truly um, see a table of success is that everybody at your table have to be successful. Right. Mm. And and so, you know, you can talk about a table being successful, but if you're the only person sitting at the table pontificating down the table, then that's not a true table of success. So I think at this point in my life, it's about, you know, building a legacy from, from for personally for my family. Yeah. And trying to do something in the second chapter of my life, but also just 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 living in a peaceful place, man, and make it about other people.
2: Man, that's, awesome. that's what
1: it's about, yeah. man.
2: Yeah, we have a lot of people on here already talking about, you know, Chief Simmons, my mentor. So I know you've mentored a lot of people, including myself, is on that list as well. And I know there's a lot of people, more people out there that are not watching right now that you've mentored uh, as a a military member. So what what was, you know, some of your messages that you passed off as being in the military? What are some of those messages that you kind of talked about? And when I say that, I'm kind of talking about, you know, with promotion systems as they are now. Right. Well, I think we kind of talked about that a little bit. Promotion systems are, are are tough for a lot of junior enlisted and maybe they don't see the light at the end of the promotion tunnel. I'll call it that. Uh, and they kind of see themselves stagnant. And how do you kind of address that? Or wh- what do you kind of say about that?
1: Yeah, you know, you know, I, I always give a disclaimer, you know, and you know, I, I saw Dre on there and all the time, but, you know, and I tell people and, and you know, let me explain. I tell people to call me by my first name, right? Because, you know, I'm okay with that. I'm a hundred percent Okay with that. Not that I'm disrespecting the military or disrespecting the chief culture or anything. It's just that you know I served, I served 25 years. Somebody calling me something else, and 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 I'm and I'm and the reclaim that is a reclaiming the identity that you're trying to build after that. So so you're talking about you know what you said you know about mentorship and, and promotion. Why I say that is I try not to talk about Air Force policy or anything like that because I'm not an Air Force and I'm not a chief. 2,800 chiefs are doing great work and trying to do that. But I will tell you, perspective for me, is you know, yes, things will go in, in, in as long as you stay in the military. There will always be one constant, and that's going to be change. That's just that's just that's just the truth. And yes. some of that change is not always going to be personally advantageous to you, it, it, according to what what is your personal ambition goals. And this is one thing that we put promotion into it, right? Yes, promotion rates are slowing down, but according to who you talk to, that's why I'm gonna give grace on this. If I'm a young six or seven year person, of course, I see it as a, 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 a knock because I'm not going to get the opportunities that I perceived that I was going to get while I was in. That can go in any, That can be military, I can be corporate, that could be anything. Now, if you're older like me, who was in when, you know, when I made staff in the historic promotion rate to staff sergeant in 1997 and 98 was like 18 and 19 percent. And that was considered nice. historic. <laughs> you know, you know, and then when I came in and I went to plenty of staff and tech sergeant retirement, not promotions, retirements, mm-hmm. and some of the sharpest people who ever groomed me when we talk about mentorships were twenty year tech sergeants. Those were some of the sharpest people that I ever. Now I was one of them, you know, so so I can't be. So I have to give grace to people who say it because I was one of those people who rode that increased promotion rate. I got promoted the, when I got staff, it was a historic rate. And then from there, a lot of people came in doing my time. We we got opportunities that the, that the people before us didn't get. So if you talk to somebody who joined in the late 70s or early 80s, they're going to tell you like, man, you know, you guys making cheap at 17, 18 years. That wasn't as plentiful as it was. You know, you didn't see that. So, so I, what I would tell them is, look, to the, the be short on the answer is, you know, at the end of the day, you know, that the change will come. This, you know, you don't know what's going to happen in two years, but don't focus all your energy on this one thing, right? Somebody has to get promoted. That was always my philosophy is that as long as the promotion rate wasn't zero, then I got a chance. (laughs) You know, like, you know, growing up in, you know, I was like, hey, promotion rate ain't zero. I got a chance. I just did the work to try to study as hard as I could or put myself in a position to get promoted. But also, as long as I can remember being in probably from senior airmen, promotion wasn't my priority. And and anybody who ever been around me knew that, you know, as long as I supervise people since 1999, my only priority for you was to find what's best for you first. And then everything else came second. Because if I can find your purpose and your passion, if I can find that you wanted to be a school teacher one day or like when we were in the office, Pete, you know, you know, Spears wanted to be a, a clinical psychologist and And now she is a clinical psychologist or and all of these things. I was trying to find what made you a great human, because if if, if you can wake up in the morning and fulfill that bucket, then you're going to be a great airman. You're going to be a great airman. You're going to bring that enthusiasm to work. You're going to bring that enthusiasm to the people you lead. You're going to bring that enthusiasm to the peers around you. So what I would tell people who are looking, you know, who are really, really down the dumps about promotion rate going down. Number one, you still got a chance to get promoted. Nobody is going down to zero. You might, you know, you might have, it might be some different. Now the the system ain't changing. Just, you know, how you have to maneuver in that system may change. That's all. But the system is still going to be the same. Just the promotion rates are going to go. And this as they go down, they're going to go back up. So I would tell you to look at what really is the end game for you? Because the end game is not being a chief. The end game can be being a chief and. What's the and? What's the and dot dot? So because at the end of the day, when you retire or separate or medically bored or whatever the situation that you leave the air force, even voluntarily, you're not that anymore. That's, that's just the truth. So you, you need to, you need to make sure that you're finding your passion and your purpose and your reasoning why you even exist. And then this other thing will come. It'll come, it'll come with everything else, but that's not the definition of you. The definition of you is what drives you. Man, Man. that's
2: awesome. Real quick. Uh, Pete tell him JB said said what's I guess it's what's up. So JB said what's up. He's <laughs> in the I, team, so he can see it. Oh so. J B
3: yeah he, he can, play, he, he, can here, he out it, here so. with me. Yeah,
2: yeah, okay, I,
1: see what's up. I see JB tell him I see a man proud of a man. JB's one of them dudes, man. One of them dudes that got a great story. If you ever if you ever want to hear a great story, man, I'm so proud of that, brother. They didn't give up. That's one of those things, right?
0: Yeah. You, you know, Focus you on taking up. care of people. Yeah.
1: Focus on the I right think- things, man.
0: That's So I've been seeing I've been seeing Pete Pete use the the analogy shaking and moving before we even kicked off. And I've been seeing you doing a lot of shaking and moving. So when you doing it, going back full circle, being on the other side, like we talked about in in your chapter two, what what's different is if anything, what's different? Like addressing large military communities and coming back at it and talking to them from a civilian
1: perspective. Is there anything that's different? 100% different. I won't say I won't say that it's different. You know, if you saw me, you know, three years ago in uniform, I pretty much was the same person. Right. You know, I I spoke about real human stuff. I always did. Always was always had honest conversation. You know, I would always tell Pete like it is as a man, you know, know, no matter what, you know, I've always had that. But what's different now is not, you know, you know, I do get to spend a a significant time with the military, but we do spend a lot of time corporate and small businesses and all this. What's different now, I would say, is I joined the military at 18 years old, retired at 43. And my so my whole, even though I went to school and taught college after school, all of these different things, what made me live overseas, the last three years, I think, has been the greatest growth of my life. And what I think I bring back to the table now is being totally free to learn in a world that I don't have any barriers in. Mm. So I think that, the, you know, it's like I, I equate it to, you know, I was bowling for 25 years uh, years with the bumpers on. Mm. <laughs> and then, and now, and now somebody took the bumpers off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The skill game got to be different now, right? You, you, right. you, you ain't looking at all this safety that you got in the left and the right. You right. looking at this one lane and you can't go in the gutter. So I think now my, my, cause it's me, I don't have exact, I don't have, you know, I don't, I don't have all these things. It's me. And, and I think it has made me learn and appreciate, um, the growth aspect of 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 how what it takes to truly accomplish something
0: right mm-hmm.
1: right
2: so what i guess i'm trying to think i how to word this question while you were talking i guess what does it feel like cuz i'm trying to say it's humbly but you're like one of the most famous people i know and when i say famous you could fill yeah. up a room see i know you could. like yeah. no not at all mm. but mm. you fill up a room so you, you know when people say like todd simmons is going to come speak i know what that does to In the military community, the wings, and you've been out there with Amazon and and filling up rooms with them and everything like that. What does that feel like to walk into a room and know everybody's there for you, everybody to hear what you have to say? And you have that responsibility to move them or create them or or change flows, change lives, change uh, influences. How do you do that? What's that? What's that mood like? Is it like an actor where you just switch on a switch? It's like, okay, it's go mode or you just being exactly who you are, the
1: person I know as well. Well, man it's been a transformation i tell you man like hell 2016 if you put me in a room of 100 people i was gonna throw up <laughs> that's, that's true but now man it's a different purpose right so and i don't walk out into i don't walk out into a room thinking anybody's there for me honestly i honestly don't ever think that i think people have come because they're looking for something and it might not even be from me right or there's people there a lot of times who don't want to be there and they find something Mm-hmm. or there's people. So hey, I don't ever think it's about me. I think it's people. I think the universe puts people in seats for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. So whatever the reason you there is the reason you are there, but it ain't from me, you know, because I didn't create the space for you to be there. Somebody else created the space for you to be there. I just happen to be the vehicle right now. I just happen to be a potential vehicle. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and not everybody's going to ride on that bus. That's okay. Mm-hmm. And when I go out, and I speak about anything, or I'm teaching about anything. I do two, three days. Sometimes I spend three days with people on workshops, like three eight-hour days, right? And it's mm-hmm. and it's and it's very a lot of energy, right? You know, at the end of the day, you know, all I want is, is is at the end of the day when I leave people, I left some people yesterday. Is I'm like, hey, if you took one thing away from this experience, which is not me, it's because you know, a lot of times you're talking with each other. A lot of times you put people. If you took one thing away from this experience, it's a successful day. It's a successful two days. Successful three days. But I don't ever make it about me. You know, I don't. It's not about me. And 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 because I don't think it's a. It, I don't think it's not. I'm not Alicia Keys or you know. You're not going to a concert. You know what I'm saying? It's I'm just. I'm just a vehicle. I'm just a person who who um, I believe um, is there for a reason. That might sound weird, but you know, I'm just. You know, I think it's there for a reason. So I have zero fear. I honestly have zero sometimes preparation because what I'm doing is I'm just trying to, and I, you know, sometimes it's literally the first 30 seconds is deciding what I'm going to say, you, you know, because, it, it, because I think that's the best, you know, that's the best way you can go about it. Right. Because not everybody's there to just hear something that's canned. Right. right. Sometimes, you know, sometimes people just need to hear the truth and it can be my truth and my truth can be a part of your truth. Your truth can be a part of the person you're sitting next to's truth. Your body language and emotion now causes somebody else's truth to come out. So it's just, you know, it's just just about feel. It's about emotions, about feel. And this is not all about, you know, talking about tough things. Because we talk about everything. I just spent four hours yesterday talking about feedback with people. Like, literally, something as Mm. simple as feedback. But see, feedback isn't simple. In the military, we make it sound simple, but it's not simple. You know, there's 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 a lot of different ways that you can give effective feedback than just sitting with a person and checking off some forms. Right. All right.
0: Man, <laughs> it's 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 funny you say that. I think uh me and Pete and a couple other guys, we had conversations about a year or two back, um, about 360 feedback. uh and where they need to hear from the people that work for you and the people you work for, you know what I mean? Um, because a lot of times. We, I think we we talked about before. You going that pe- people gonna always put their best foot forward for the most part. That best face is always gonna be on for that person you work for. But when you want to hear the truth, you want to hear it from the people that's below, right? The ones that work for you, the ones you're supposed to be taking care of. Um, but what's your opinion on that? Three hundred and sixty feedback, and do you think it's something we need to we need to move to?
1: I was a huge advocate in uniform. I'm a huge advocate. I work with a lot of non-military. It, look, you can't be afraid of feedback, right? I'm I'm the first person to admit that I always was it. you know, let me tell you how crazy it is when, when someone walks up to me and this just happened yesterday, it happens all the time. Be like, Hey, you don't remember me. You know, you know, you get, I'm sure y'all get everybody in the military gets that, you know, mm-hmm. you don't remember me. The first thing I ask people when they say that, Hey, you don't remember me. How you know, we, we were stationed together. I'm say, Hey, when did you know me? Did you know me as a mass sergeant? Did you know me as a senior mass surgeon? Like, did you know me as a command like what 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 era were you in uh. <laughs> because those are different people and it shouldn't be different people and the only reason I say that because man if I had some effective feedback when I was a master sergeant especially as a, probably an e6E7 I mm-hmm. probably wouldn't have made some of the mistakes I made as a senior master mm-hmm. and if i had some if I had some honest peer upward and down feedback which is 360 I probably wouldn't have made some of the mistakes I made with some of my subordinates as a senior master you know what I'm saying? And I'm and I thought back the best feedback I ever received is when an airman told me where was I when, when I and I was a chief bass sergeant. Where were you at when when I needed you? Mm. I this airman had been in my office five, six times, and I thought I was being chief of the chiefs. I thought I was doing <laughs> right. You know, I was asking all these questions, and then this airman unfortunately tried to you know take her life, and then now. You know, post that incident, I'm talking to this airman. Now I want to be Todd Simmons. Now I want to be, you know, now I want to be about my story. She's like, Where was that when I needed you? Right. Wow. And I'm like, Boy, boy, blind spot, damn. You know, I mean, I mean, am I? I mean, that could have been a question. You know, am I a person who's showing empathy? Do I show empathy? Do I show enough empathy? I would love to ask my peers that as I would love to ask if when I was a master I would have loved to and I was a master when Pete worked for me I would love to ask Pete that as a senior mm-hmm. I would have loved to ask you know my my senior that I would love to ask another master sergeant that I would love to send him a three sixty and be like hey three questions you know these are three questions that I I want to I I think are blind spots to me do you think I show enough empathy humility do you think I'm a person you know questions that. you know it would
2: have been good yeah i i think uh 360 feedback is very important it's very it's very tough man to to take on from your subordinates and to get feedback from them uh it's very difficult uh to take that in and then be able to change yourself for that um but that's that's super super hard and super humbling to hear that that's something that you want and something that's uh could possibly change how it would be uh big mike i know y'all in the Kind of squadron level. Uh, do you do that three sixty feedback?
0: No, um, it's it's not. I mean, not officially, right? Uh, I mean, I ask. I, I we we have a little. We have an end of day. Um, we have a beginning of the beginning of the weekend and then the end of the day, right? And I always ask him, what what can I do? What else can I do? You know what I mean? Um, because, it, like you said, it's important. I, and I think a lot of people, when you can't, it shouldn't be difficult. I know you said that it's difficult, right, to take in, but it shouldn't be. Because we always should be able to accept what somebody has to say. Because we we don't see ourselves. All we know is what we want to do and what what's the best outcome we're trying to reach. But we don't yeah. see ourselves, right? We're not on the other end of what we what we're talking about, the things that we do. And we're not on the other end. We're not on the receiving end of that. Um. So I think it's important to be able to have somebody that you know that's on the receiving end to tell you, well, you I asked you for this, you did X, Y, Z, and you missed the mark. Okay, cool. Now let me circle back and figure out, you know, what did I do wrong? Where I need to go from there? and keep pushing. Um, but I think it will help. I mean, me personally, I think, I think it will help, you know, it'd be beneficial to me because you're not going to do everything right. It's just, it's no way. None of us are perfect.
2: Yeah. Chief, I see your internet kind of going out. So we'll kind of work around the technical issues, but we're good for now. I think we're back. Uh, real quick, I got to ask you. So I see on Facebook all the time, you're doing your, uh, courage leadership Alliance, uh, classes and stuff. What is the thing? with the bar and people with the fingers on the bar. And it looks like they might be moving it. What is, if you could tell me, I don't want to sit there and tell it, spoil anything. you going to gonna go give it class. away. No, nah, I want to know what is that? <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm going to tell you then, hey, hey, make sure y'all uh send me unpopular celebrities. Um, mailing address so I can send that invoice out to y'all. So um that. Yeah. <laughs> we got to. send it to send it to Pete House. Put it in Pete bag. Whoever wanna get it, i send it to so no, we use a lot of tools, man. So, you know, you know, it's you know, when people see a lot of stuff that we're doing, you know, Pete knows Pete was in some of my class. So you know, when I started my business, man, which I'm proud to you know, shout out to all my, you know, all the folks and all the business partners I have. You know, I can, you know, list them off later or whatever, but shout out to all the folks. I, you know, I wanted to take it differently. So people know I'm a retired chief. I spend, you know, I spend some time in the military, but that's not who I am in this business, right? It has nothing to do with being a retired zero to be a retired chief. We have over sixty things in our catalog. So when Pete met me, you know, all I used to talk about is school, school, school. Mm. So you know, you know, and, and I and I'm the person I don't even have anything on my wall that's resembled that I even ever got a college degree. They're all in the basement somewhere in the garage in a box. But, mm-hmm. you know, um, but I'm proud of that. Right. I taught college for 17 years on active duty. So my entire background is in education. Right. I, you know, as a defender, I mean, I used to I used to go um, to work and then get off work and go straight across the street and teach classes at the education office. And I did that for years and years. Hmm. So a lot, everything that we do now is, 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 is education-based. I, I, I do some speaking here for an hour in there, but what we do is really education-based leadership development training. So all of our workshops are interactive. They're very, you know, interactive, uh, education-based, topic-based stuff. So that, particular, so that particular exercise is probably one of 40 exercises we have, right, that we, we, we weave into different things we do. So that's called a, a helium stick. That's what you're talking about. So I use it for a lot of different reasons. So uh, my main reason I use it is communication. So let's say we get 10 people and they have to balance this stick on their index fingers. And the first thing you see when people start balancing and you go up and say, hey, the only rules you have is lowering this stick to the floor. You can't you know, you know, got you lose contact with the stick. Mm-hmm. I've probably done the exercise about 50, 60 times. Nobody's ever lowered the bar to the floor. Because yeah. the first thing that happens is if I give you two minutes to do it, we, you know, I get I see. I can even get into a mix. It don't matter who it is. Get 10 people. The first thing everybody's going to start doing is talking over each other. Everybody's going to mm-hmm. come up with a one. It's just going to be chaos. So I use it for a communication exercise. Like no one said you couldn't stop, get a plan together and then execute. Everybody goes in a type personality mode. Let's just no, we need to do this. No, you need to do this. Then you got the people who shut down and don't say anything. And then you got the people who are frustrated. So you just watch and play out all these emotions that you see happening. Something from a simple lower to stick to the floor. Yeah. So the whole point I'm trying to make in that exercise is that look, man, if you can't communicate in here, you lower the stick to the ground. <laughs> it's bad business. It really shows what you're what you're doing when you go out and try to communicate in your organization, right? It, it really shows that, man, your communication probably, you know, it really puts a mirror in the face of how you're not probably living up to the fullest potential of what this organization to be because we don't communicate with each other. And right. it really shows what I go into. We can get into the, the competition versus competitive nature. Mm.
2: That's awesome. Hey, mm. uh, we got some questions from the audience I wanted last time. I know I got feedback. We went too long without uh, giving these questions out. So I apologize for that for the last time. But Big Mike, I know you're the reader of the group. So Drea has the first question. Go ahead.
0: Let's see what Drea What's she talking about? Let me let me get my my uh, I got my comments thing up, too. So how similar are some of the issues to the civilian sector with some of the military issues we we may see in leadership?
1: I would say the same and not the same. I would say not the same because I would, I would look, we, we are hard on ourselves in the military. Hard, man. Totally hard. But I would tell you another education piece, three years being out and dealing with a lot of non-military. I'll put I'll put my average person up against a lot of managers in some of the some of the civilian sector. Man, it, you know, there's you know, leadership. Now, you know, we are hard in saying that people are not good leaders. But, but we should really take a look at it, the position that we put some people in, right? Well, you're putting sometimes a 23-, 24-year-old person in a position of now supervising seven or eight people. And the way you supervise people in the military is not the way the civilian sector supervises people. Civilian sector supervises people from eight to four and really don't care about what happens after you go home. When you go home and the time you come back to work ain't my problem in a lot of the civilian sector. Seeing them, so we, so I never really looked at it that way, you know, because I went in I and mean, I was consulting with this company. Then I started asking these middle managers that question, like staff and tech level middle managers, like, hey, so how well do you know your people and their kids and all of this stuff? How do you know them after they get, you know, do they, do anybody call you? Because I'm thinking in a military, telling you, like, you know, somebody who calls you, if something happens at two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> oh. Nobody. <laughs> like, don't call me. That's that's their life. This is their work. Arson. What you're responsible for. I mean, you are responsible for other people 24-7. Right. Somebody gets in tr- trouble. So that natural ability to lead, we take it for granted. We honestly take it for granted. And we will call somebody who is about 80% good at it. Oh, that person ain't a gooder. But honestly, if that person goes out as a middle
2: manager in some of the civilian sectors, they're gonna crush it. Crush. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, go ahead, I, think Chief, I think Chief, think froze up again. I'm gonna make sure he ain't froze up before I go into the next question. Oh, Chief, you good? There you go. All right. I think he hears uh, Mike. We go ahead and go to the next question. Mary has the next question. Go ahead, Mike.
0: Um, how do you empower others who see potential and when they don't see it in themselves? Uh, happens to be the best of us. So, how do you empower others you see potential in that don't see potential in themselves?
1: Uh, can y'all hear me? can you see <laughs> me? Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll see both. Okay, I saw my screen up there. It was going like an X in it. I don't know what's going on
2: with my Wi Fi. <laughs> you get that? <laughs> you, you get that question, Chief?
1: Yeah, I know. How do you empower others who see potential uh, when they don't see potential in themselves? Have, you know, You know, honesty, right? I use brutal honesty, right? Right. I always tell people, like, you know, you know, and I'm gonna use you as an example, Pete. I was so hard on you, Pete, because you were like, I don't know about this school thing, I don't know about this, I don't know about that. Because I'm looking up, can y'all hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. chopping.
0: Yep, yep. Is it like a door closed in between where it's at and connection is?
1: Can y'all hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know?
2: we
1: can hear you. Yep. Okay. No, I said, because I always see people like, man, don't tell me, you're, the, the best of you haven't even showed up yet. Right? Mm-hmm. Always, always tell you. It's, it's right there. It's today. So I'm looking at, I always tell people when someone why don't you do this? We can hear you. I we, for no, no, we can hear you. We can hear you.
0: I just chop up a little bit and come back in. Yeah.
2: Yeah, be good. If you want to lower the uh, screen resolution, I always tell you know, people,
1: hey, "Hey, look." Are you trying to get me technical, Pete?
2: Nah. <laughs> if you look on the bottom, it says uh, "Stop recording" it's, or "Stop video." It says that that little button right there, the little up arrow. You can lower the resolution a little. That might help a lot. Help out a little probably bit. What
0: it is, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Oh yeah. All me. right. All right. You should be good now. All right. So no, what I tell people is, look, you know, the best to use right there inside of you. I, you know, like I, I didn't read on the tenth grade level when I came to the Air Force. So everybody I see, you're talking about a dude who failed every class that he ever took the first three years. So every time I see some potential, I always ask him a couple of questions, and the first question is, what do you see yourself? or what is the biggest barrier to where you're trying to go? What's the biggest barrier that you see? because that's usually what it is it's the it's fear it's the it's the lack of um it's the lack of commitment because somebody's already made you feel that you ain't good enough to do this thing right so the first thing I what, what, what's the biggest barrier you got what do you what do you want what do you see yourself in 2 years after you tell me what you want what's the biggest barrier to getting here and everybody has these barriers that are not true right everybody has these barriers that are not true And and then from there, empowerment is just, it's just believing in people and never walking away. I can tell you, hey, man, you can do whatever you want. Obstacles that you have. Go
2: ahead. No, go, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. I thought we lost you for a second.
1: Go ahead. No, I say without helping and walking people, the thing is, people got to understand relationships are forever and people are going to stumble and people are going to come back and forth. How do you empower people? You stick by them, and you make sure you hold them accountable for the tough work. That's that's what you got to do. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm, gl- I'm glad and you said tough. that. Go ahead.
2: Pete. How, how do you how do you do that? Uh, Mike, I got a question right back for him. So if you just have a statement, you can go ahead and I ask the question.
0: No, go ahead. I, I was uh, good.
2: How do you do that without walking away? Because I think that's tough is, uh, you know, you try to put a lot in people as you try to put a lot in me. And I was bullheaded and probably didn't want to listen at times or probably did the opposite of what you said. And uh, I remember and I can say this publicly. I remember we were in POI, principles of instruction class. And I don't know if you remember this class, but we were in it together and it was trained. We were in training together. So we had to go principal instruction to get our teeth. So we were in there, and there was probably 12, 13 of us in there, and we were all taking the last test. Mike, I'll tell you straight up, I'm the only one who failed that test. And when they came around handed out the little uh, uh, the test, and you got to take it twice, uh, they were like, well, Pete, you're going to have to come back. And I remember Chief was like, really, Pete? <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. Like, man, it was so embarrassing. Called you smooth out. Yeah. yeah, But that's exactly how he was. But my thing is like, why, how don't you give up on people? Like, what is that to just be like, you know what? He's never going to make it move on.
1: I don't think, I don't think so. Look, there's, there's probably a a half a percent. When you talk about giving up on people, there's a difference right now. There's people who come and ask for things that they're not going to do, even though you try to hold them accountable. I don't give up on you, but you may just be put in the, Hey, look, you may just be put in the when you ready category, right? I ain't ever gonna give up on you. People call me all the time right now and be like, hey, I wanna go do this. I see you doing this. The first thing I always tell people, I don't care who called me. Well, this is what it takes. This is what it took not for you, this is what it took for me to do it. That doesn't mean it's what it's gonna take for you to do it. Now, I'm just telling you what the work I had to do to get here. Now, if you want me to help you, I can help you, but there's some work involved. Now, you can either say, you got one or two choices. Yeah, man, that sounds like a path that I want to go. Or I uh, nah I don't I don't think that's what I want to do. And I'm okay with it. But you know, but I don't ever give up. Now you call me six months down the road and, and ask me the same question, the answer is still the same. Are you ready to do the work? Right. You call me six months after that, are you ready to do the work? And then when you say yes, you're ready to do the work, there's a there's a limited time that I'm gonna tolerate, yo, know, you not doing the work because right. time is precious, right? So I'm always gonna love you, but I'm I can love you from afar. I'm always gonna support you, but I can also support you from afar. Mm-hmm. You know, you know. So that's that's that. I don't ever give up on anyone, but that I'm not gonna um, I'm not gonna just stay in the pool with you all day either. If you don't want to learn how to swim, it's at some point I'm gonna be like, bro, we got to get out this pool, man. I mean, we've been in this pool for hours, and you don't even want to take a <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <We
0: did not.
3: laughs>
0: That's, that's I, powerful. I appreciate that. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, I, I want to rewind back to the the. I mean, the whole that piece about giving up, right? Because we see it a lot. Um, and I mean, the only world we really been in is Defender World. Pete, you sh- you sh- you shook off a little bit where you at now. Um, but we we seen too many times people get people give up on people, right? You get that one individual may get in trouble, right? They, they, the trouble kid. Uh, You know, they had a little incident and we, we know, they in Caesar weeds or they rotted or DNA. And they just, they just a a body that's floating through the building doing the eyes and ends, you know, and people give up on them, you know? And I, and I think that's the wrong way to go. And Pete, you know, the one person I'm talking about, uh, and we watched them for how, you know, I, I was coming back fresh from deployment, but we watched like what, this kid just aimlessly moving around. And it's like nobody cares about him, you know, and it's, it's, it's disheartening in a sense. And you got that's one person when you see so many and it just it kills the spirit. Right. You never see these people get revived. You never see a drive that they have in them. Like you said, it's, it's something they might not just have it at that time. But I think there's something we need to we need to do better at because you see somebody not moving at the pace you want them to move and then you let them go. Right. You move on to the shiny penny when that's the easy work. That's the easy button. But you you get your stripes from the individual. You got to put that work in.
1: I agree, man. It always tell people, man, your job in the military, especially as NCOs and senior NCOs, is to recruit and train and lead great airmen and return great citizens. Right. So it, it doesn't mat, it, it doesn't matter when that happened. That can happen in two years, three years, one year, 20, 30. But your job is to return great citizens. Absolutely. Right. So as no. soon as somebody doesn't meet the category of great airmen anymore. Now you got a you got a responsibility to return them as great citizens, right. not 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 return them as throwaway. Right. right? And, and everybody got these stories, right? I hear everybody telling this story. I tell my story all the time. I wrote about it. I talk about it all the time about how, um, you know, how somebody saved me as a young airman. But I tell you, man, this thing is really, is, that's why I talk about it all the time. It's, it's very powerful about seeing, feeling, and listening from somebody else's perspective. If you just took five seconds every time you encounter somebody and just look at what they're talking about and listen to what they're talking about, feel what they're talking about. You, you, you will know that there's a human talking to you, right? Right. So or regardless, man, of what somebody ever did, there's still a human being, right? I might be upset. I might've been upset with Pete, but at the end of the day, I might be upset when people do something, but at the end of the day, you're still a person. And I know, and I don't say I always got it right. Yeah, I knife hand a few people probably, and I probably yelled at a few people, right? But at the end of the day, there's a person involved in that. And you're right, man. I, I was at a base, I'm gonna call the base out, and I was talking about, you know, something, some resiliency stuff. And I, and this one airman came up to me and said, oh, you're talking about me. How the hell did you overcome any of that stuff that you're talking about? But he was just in his place because now he was that airman who I tell people I tried to, you know, you know, in 1995, you know, I tried to commit suicide on duty as a cop. And then, you know, of course, I didn't have a gun after that for months. Man, I was. I tell them back then, I'm so happy, the military's And people talk about, yeah, we got a lot of work to do with the the stigma of mental health. I mean, a lot of work in the military and in society. But, man, in 1995, I tried to take my life. And I was painting rocks and painting the dorm and cutting grass. You know, nobody, you know, that, you know, know, that. So, I mean, so when when you say that, that we still see people walking around, I'm like, what's wrong with going to talk to that person? Nothing. What's wrong with sitting down with that person? Nothing. What's wrong wrong with fire? I've had people on charges, literally up for court-martial in my office. You know, court-martial might take a year. This person walking around the squadron with no gun, they're still in my office. They're still a human. And you think I'm talking to them about their court-martial? You think I'm talking to them about a QC? You think I'm talking to them about, I'm talking about, hey, man, like, do you have a plan set up?
0: Life, yeah. (laughs) What's, What's your life plan?
1: What's your life plan if this goes either way? Right. Like if like like, are you thinking through that? I know you got a lot of stress on you. Are you handling that stress okay? Right. You know. So I just think we gotta we gotta be cognizant and not and I and and I be first to you know on a live podcast say I didn't always get that right either. I missed a few people. Right. I think we all do. But 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 the thing is, when you see, and it's the same thing, man. So. We are we, we, we are we will we will be empathetic for the wrong reasons sometime and I'm not saying you can never be empathy, empathetic for the wrong reasons but we will go out there and we will say we're going to do all these things for bullets and we're going to help the community and we're going to do all these things and your tribe is literally in the threshold of your building you're not doing that for hurt yeah yep, yep. 100%. And, and it's just, because the, because the is the reward not the same? So You know, because because, you know, helping somebody should be more rewarding than helping somebody else to get promoted. Yeah, Absolutely. So
2: Ted, let me ask you are these. So you're bringing up situations. Me and Mike can agree with this. So you're retired. We're still active. We can agree that these situations are still happening. I'm sure these are situations that you have seen in your career. Is it this disheart, Maybe disheartening is the wrong word. Is it bothersome that we still are certain issues we have evolved from? Quite rapidly, we have evolved from. Uh, we allow women women to wear their hair down now. You know, we allow men to have a little more beards on themselves if they have, you know, bigger shaving problems and stuff like that. So we have evolved in certain things, but certain things it sounds like we haven't evolved in. Is that disheartening, troublesome? Or go, go ahead, my you, like you want to ask something?
0: Those are external. You know what I'm saying? Like, like those are external. Those are, those are things you can see. You can't see what somebody's going through mentally. Right. You can't. I can't see in your mind and know that you you having a war within yourself. I can't see that. Right.
2: But as leaders, as leaders, we go through so much more training now. You know, you got f tag, you got Airman Pez, you got uh, you got ALS like you got leadership, 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 leadership is, is driven down our back. And it seems like those same leadership qualities you need to have are still not being done correctly or and people are going to miss the mark so don't let me think that ever, anybody's going to be 100 at this shit but at the end of the day it's like man are we even improving at all are we just kind of just pushing the pushing the rock down the, up the hill a little
0: bit right we one thing i like we hit we gotta we gotta uh, it's, it's you say professional development right but it's 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 real right it ain't it's not it's not nothing like what we do als CNCOA, NCOA is real, right? We're talking real situations, dealing with people with egos, dealing with the trouble kid, dealing with situations we're talking about now. Like that's what we need to expand across the enterprise. Like people could get this black and white down easy, right? But- Everybody don't know how to go and sit down with that troubled kid and find out how can I relate to him or her? And if I can't relate to him or her, how can I have the courage or, or be humble enough to go ask my peer? Hey, I can't relate to this person. Can you? Because y'all might have more in common. You know what I'm saying? Like We have to expand, like Chief said, reaching people on a human aspect. I think we get to this every show because it all boils back down to do you know how to treat a person like a person? If you just looking at everybody, you know the one thing I hate. We always use the terminology bodies. Or how many bodies you got downstairs? You know how that sound, right? You when you when you when you refer to some as bodies, you're talking about the dead, right? If you think about it, we gotta get out of that mindset. How many, how many people do you have? How many, how many airmen, how many SEO? Why are we referring to people as bodies? Like we got to start changing the terminology. Because, you know, mentally it starts to ingrain. You know what I mean? It's It's got to start
1: somewhere. Man, that's that's a great point, man. When You, you know, and, and you can read it. Like, you can go nerd out later. But you dehumanize. A lot of things in history have started with dehumanizing a human. And it made right. it okay to treat people a certain type of way, right? And that's why, you know, I always tell people, man, wherever, you know, 10 seconds. If you have 10 seconds, again, not the best at it, but I teach it and write about it, right? Um, but if you have 10 seconds, man, try Try to understand, uh, you know. Trying to trying to use that for good, you know. Example, you know, I was, I, you know, always always try to find the best out of the world every day I wake up, you know. And I was on bowling the Air Force Base yesterday, and I was in a Starbucks line, and I've never been in a Starbucks line with twenty one people in it. I, I walked in me. there, and it <laughs> was right. ridiculous. That's and right. I had to, and I had to, and I had to like, like, okay, like, is this going to happen? I'm gonna sit. Okay, I'm number so I got in line. I'm number seventeen in line. Right, and people mm-hmm. started filling. You got one or two choices. One or two choices when you're in that situation. Yeah, you can wait on your coffee. That's your ultimate goal. But I got somebody in front of me, and I got somebody behind me. What do you do? Now, it was 25 of us in line by the time I, you know, I was in line. And 20 people were on their cell phones. Mm-hmm. And I had a, a army staff sergeant in front of me and a Coast Guard um, first lieutenant behind me. Mm-hmm. So I started talking to both of them. The first thing I remembered is that Chief, Chief Master on Air Force Bass posted the day before that it was the Coast Guard's birthday. Mm-hmm. Wow. So now I got something where I can pull the string on it. That's what I call it, pulling the string. So I turned to lieutenant and said, hey, ma'am, how you doing? You know, have a good morning. I say, hey, happy birthday to the Coast Guard. Appreciate what you do. And she, big old smile, right? She's Filipino American. Right. We start talking about Filipino food. I'm like, girl, I've been to the Philippines this many times. I, I love, you know, where can I find some pasta around here? You know, right. and we having a conversation. I draw in the staff sergeant. You can tell he go to the gym. And, you know, I'm like, hey, bro, what, what gym you where you live? Start talking and I'll ask you what gym he goes to and stuff. I said, hey, man, that's cool, man. I said, I'm trying to get back in shape. We talked for 10 minutes while we were in that line. And I bought them both a coffee. Right. And then me, me and the LT walked out to the car and, and all of that. Man, that was 10, 15 minutes of my life. Two strangers, but... I probably knew 15 things about each one of them before they left. And I gotta mail them both books because I told them about books I got. And hey, look, I'm gonna send you some copies. Send me your information. I got the email address. So now that goes into who knows where that goes, right? Right. Right. Into the friendship. Right. But we don't even do that with people in the cubicle next to us. Right. Right. <laughs> it's crazy. I, th- <laughs> it's I
2: think crazy. a lot of look at people, people look at people in the cubicle next to them as either a competition. Or if they're not competition, how do they help me or how, don't you know, how if they can't help me, I don't want to talk to them. And yeah. if they can't help me, how are they going to help me? And if it's not that, it's just straight competition. Like, yo, you're yeah. my competition. So I don't want to feed too much information to you.
1: Yeah. So we bring, let's bring that up for a second. You know, while the feed is still good. So I talk about this a lot. Right. I just talked about this yesterday as part of uh, one of the, the segments of our full day workshop we do. So everybody, it's no secret. Everybody know that I'm an Alabama fan because they're the greatest Roll college time. football team that's ever been fielded in the world, right? Greatest, greatest 17 national championships. We just we ain't gonna talk about stats. Let's just I, I ain't gonna turn the <laughs> camera around, let you see my <laughs> <laughs> helmet. We ain't gonna go there. Yeah. But but what I, the point I'm trying to make is competition. Like, you know what? It's nothing wrong. We should own the fact that we're competitive people because the Air Force, the DOD needs competitive people. Man, you know. You, you can't you can't win without competitive people. You can't win with people who are willing to go the extra mile and really work hard at something. That's right. that's the competitive nature in a in an in a airman, soldier, guardian, airman, whatever. Right. Now, what you have to be careful of is, is competition, because competition that can move into to- t- toxic competition, it actually reverses your effect of winning. Right.
3: Mm-hmm. And when
1: I explain that, when I explain the Alabama analogy, if anybody follows college football, if you think back in Alabama, the time when Tua, Jalen Hurt and Matt Jones was all quarterbacks at Alabama at the same time. Matt Jones was the third screen quarterback. Tua was second string, and Jalen Hurts was starting. And then they kind of switched up, you know, when Tua came in and won the national championship, all that. All three of those are all three of those men are starting in the NFL this year. Patriots, Miami, Philadelphia. They all started in quarterbacks. Think for a minute. Matt Jones was the second and third string quarterback for three years. Tua was the backup in the national championship. Do you think at one point that Jalen kept information from Tua in practice? Or did Jalen go, hey, that's my competition. That Oh, Matt, don't ask me no questions. Position. That's not Alabama style. People wonder why Alabama wins national championship because in practice, everybody's vulnerable. Everybody Everybody has to help everybody. It's about the team winning. And they know that if it's about me, I'm gonna be on the bench. I don't care what kind of star I am. I don't care if I'm a five star recruit. If I make it about me, I'm not playing because this is a team effort. So the minute that you started hide. So just think about that. Jalen had to teach Matt. Jalen had to teach Tua who replaced him. Tua had to teach Matt you know, all of this happen. all of this dynamics on there, you can have a five-star recruit training another five-star recruit, but only one of them starting, but they're all in for each other. That's how they win. So when I say toxic competition, a system has been created, and that's fine, a system over the last, you know, made it competitive where people believe to be competitive, I have to be in competition with you. No, to be competitive, you only have to be in competition with yourself and stay competitive, which means that to be competitive, you have to do the work. So if I'm going to be the fastest person on the team, then I got to show up. Kobe said it all the time. If I want to be the best, then I'm going to be here two hours before practice. Mm-hmm. If practice is at four, then I'm coming at two. You only your, your competition is only with your abilities. If you want to be the best NCO, then develop yourself beyond PME. If you want to be the, the best NCO, then find books that's going to teach you about Dynamics of leadership and empathy and all of these different traits that you can bring to be the better leader if you want to be the best person in position for becoming a chief or a master sergeant or whatever to do then do the things that the Air Force spells out that you have to do to do that what Pete Ain't relevant to you and if guess what and if you look over at Pete and say I got all his skills and knowledge and I'm killing the game even though we both E6s, I'm going over here to tell Pete, this is the game. right? This is the game. Like, hey, Pete, I learned this from somebody. Here you go. Hey, Pete, go. I see what you got going on, but if you do this, this, and this, then you're going to be better at this. The problem is we don't look at it as, at it as the, what the real competition is. The competition is is not letting this country fail. The competition is everything you hear in your class, your classified and unclass briefings that who's nipping at our heels. And right. if you don't have the best people showing up, and if people don't realize the DOD is facing its worst recruiting challenges since 1970s right now. Worst recruiting challenge. And Zers are not joining the military for a whole lot of reasons, right? They're not, because it's not just the military, it's also the civilian sector. Right if you allow your organization to slip into a toxic culture where people are looking at each other as the competition then you're already failing and that and that and that is something that's been around for too long so um you know that's kind of where i go with this competition versus competitive i'm a super competitive person but i wake up every morning in competition with no other human on this earth right
2: I like that. Man, yeah, it's just,
0: it's, it's so many ahead, people. It's so many people that we got to run that back a million times. Just the, just the whole piece of that, you know, because you see it every day, right? You see it every day, and and uh, at one of the end of days I had with, with my section, we talked about that, and I told mm-hmm. them, if I if I go in a battle, right? If I we we end up in the combat situation, and it's four of us. And it's a box of MREs, and I'm holding the MREs to myself and I eat them all, right? Everybody else yeah. starving. It, 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 no, simple, simple situation, right? I eat them all, right? I stash them. I eat them when I'm hungry. Nobody else eats. I go down. Who? Who? I'm 250, six, two and a half. Who, they starving. Ain't nobody got no energy. Ain't nobody eat. I done hooked now. You understand what I'm saying? If I don't feed my team, how are they going to help me survive? Right? How are we gonna help each other survive if nobody ain't equally, you know, with strength, with the mental stability? How are we gonna? How everybody gonna survive it? Because eventually somebody might go down. Right? It's just the nature of the beast. It's, unless we all do what we're supposed to do to the T. Right? But your team, ha- you all have to be as strong. Like they say, you 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 only you only as strong as your weakest link. Right? But you got people out here not wanting to feed everybody else. Right? Hold the pot to themselves, like we always say. Um, and you leave everybody else starving. But you can't do it all by yourself. I mean, it's as simple as, as, as the quote. Ain't no I in t- team, man. And that, I mean, I'm telling you, that that mentality gets under my skin so much. You already know. You already know how long I can talk about that.
2: Yeah, yeah. I know it, it's not even tough, man. It's kind of sad that that's the actual thing and that people are actually, you know, man. And I, I think what Chief said was was spot on when he said that the competition is where not with each other it's not with me and big mike uh in our military uniforms it's competition it ain't with me and big mike on the podcast you know it's with the other people that are trying to take down the country in the un in the in the military uniform and it's a bit you know just about us having a good platform and that's really all it's about and i think she said it man i remember from our very first from our very first show that we did when we had him on he said y'all got a podcast it don't matter if one person watches it or a thousand people watching. It. Yeah, you got. You guys have a podcast. You guys have a platform, and I know that resonates with me forever. I wish I could put that on 100 teacher, Right? You. Have, it don't matter how many people are out there looking at you. It don't matter how many people are out there watching, and it's great when you put a post up or something like that and a hundred people like it, you know, it's a good endorphin feeling that you get, right? You get a little dopamine fix for a couple minutes. And I, I'm going to say, it's kind of sad when you put up a post and nobody likes it. I get it. I do. I, I, I get it. I get it. But at the end of the day, if you just putting up the post for that, you putting up the post for the
1: wrong reason. For the wrong reasons, man. Hey, 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 hey Pete, let me tell you, people aren't liking your post, but they watch, they looking. 100%. Oh yeah. And
2: that, so, gotta,
1: 100%. I can care less who likes anything because that's not why I'm posting things. That's really not posting for who liking it. I'm, I'm, I'm posting for awareness. I'm posting for this is what I'm thinking, right? This is who I am. And the same thing it goes today for y'all. Like I I I commend both of y'all for sticking this through and a lot of other people, right? It 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 doesn't it doesn't matter. And it, and and you know, I'm working so hard. You know, I tell you, the easiest thing to be in life is selfish. The mm-hmm. easiest thing in life to be is selfish. Man, that takes no effort to be selfish. <laughs> yeah. I'm, t- I'm telling you, man. And, 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 so, and so for me, you know, I spent a lot of energy with other people, a lot of mm-hmm. energy trying to promote this idea of collective win, right, of this real teamwork. And I'm just going to be honest. It's not that I didn't have that in the military. I just didn't have it the way I would say. In my mind, it's supposed to work like truly people for the other person, truly people that's going to call. You know, and, and like I said, I, I get strangers call me all the time and people think I'm crazy. I spend, you know, I, sometimes I have slideshows that are pretty expensive to produce and I'll go to a place. I was there. Yes, it will be 100 people in the audience and people be like, I have 10 or 12 people. Hey, how can I get a, a couple of your slides? I'll give it to all 100 people. Mm-hmm. And I have people that go, you're crazy to give away your slides. I'm like, I don't care about them slides. If you're going to get something out of them slides, then get something out of them slides. Take you it. can't deliver the slides the same way I deliver the slides because I'm only me. Mm-hmm. The right. same way I can't deliver the content that another person does. If My content ain't my slides. My content is me. Right. So if you want the slides because this information is going to make you or your team better, man, take them slides. I get slides away all the time. I don't care. And I tell them, Hey, use them. Hey, change my name off of them and go teach somebody else. I don't care. You know, it, it ain't going to ruin anything in my business. So, you know, I, I really spent a lot of effort, probably too much effort to do this extra collective teamwork type thing. And I'm telling you, it, it all, it don't always work. Don't, don't, don't don't it doesn't always work. There are going to be people who disappoint you. There are going to be people who come and going to be selfish. Like I said, the easy thing in life is to be selfish. Right. There are going to be right. people who come to try to potentially think they're stealing or getting over from you. Are there going to be people who come to both of y'all and be like, I'm only treating yo know, Pete and Mike, you know, well because I want something from you. Mm-hmm. They're going to be airmen who extra nice to you probably because they want to get ahead. I mean, that's just life, man. Right. That's just life of people. But what I would tell you is, you close your door to no one, because at the end of the day, you you want to be the person who say, if this is what I believe, then this is what you're going to see. Right. And, and I'm going to keep trucking. Man, I'd have had more people. Um, with, if you was the quote, I don't even like using these words because I don't think anybody ever gets over on me. I think the universe and karma does what they do to people. Right. It always I, comes back. I operate one way and that's the only way. Right. So I think there's there's probably a good amount of people probably the last three years who think they probably got over on me. And in some cases, I lost tons of money and time with people. But I never took it as, yo, you got over on me. The next person who comes up and says that this is what I'm going to do, they invite it in and tell you, tell you, tell you show who you not. And then guess what? If that person is not the person, the next person will get an equal chance.
3: Right?
1: Because I always believe that there's someone out there. If I got to go through a hundred to get the to one, then I'm gonna go through a hundred to get the to one. I'm not gonna shut the speak. Big... Now that's not a good way to live. I'm not endorsing that because trust me, y'all. It is you know disappointment is like a needle in the eye, man. Right? Mm-hmm. And and nobody wants to take a hundred needles in the eye. And and, but I will tell you, man, I always believe there's a bigger calling and there's a bigger purpose. And my bigger calling and my biggest purpose is to bring people together. I believe that I wholeheartedly. I mean, I'm on a live podcast and I believe that, you know, that's what my purpose is. My purpose is to bring people together. And if that's in business, that's in life, that's in purpose driven uh, initiatives, whatever it is. I think that's my purpose. But I didn't know that until probably about four years ago. So I go hard in the paint for that every day. So if somebody wants to come and work with me and think that they're stealing everything from me, come steal it all. I invite you to. And I'm going to give it all to you and I hope you the best. If that's what you're if, if that's what your character is, come on. I'm going to leave the door open, you can take it all. But I ain't going to have here, it long. There's there's somebody out there who's going to come walk through the door for the right reasons. Right. And, I, and I'm not going to give up until I find all of those people.
2: Mm. So, so, yeah, transitioning real quick. You have your books out. And the last time you were on, I think you just published the very first book, which was the small book that you published. And now we have. Oh, here we go. Now we have the bigger book. We well, have no, two no, I'm other oh. books.
1: I've redone the. No, <laughs>
2: no, it was an even smaller one. It was an even small. Oh shit, I didn't see that. I didn't see that. No, I didn't get that. No,
1: the small book is redone. The small book used to be sixty pages. We just put out right. the, re- the, the the revision to that is now one hundred and seventy pages, and it's redone. Ah, we know. I,
2: so this is this an exclusive because I didn't know that, and now I feel dumb for not knowing that because I usually follow pretty tight. But no, but I can't.
1: A- so right now, honestly, I'm in a space, Pete, and and this is where when I say I hope everybody can get to that. You know, I use the word purpose and passion like a thousand times because I think, mm-hmm. man, it's like, man, you know, I don't know if I ain't gonna date myself. I was talking about Bruce Leroy, you know, and, 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 <laughs> um, and like, damn, but when you find that zone, man, when you find your zone that you're living in, and you know, everything comes together and the superpowers come together, man, it's one of the it's one of the greatest things. And I know Dre is on here, man, and I'm so. She's found that creative space. We all are creatives. We all are creative. So I found a space now, man, that I'm less concerned with selling books now, even though my books are selling very well. I'm more concerned about putting out content because I am such in a creative space right now because I've found peace and did i
0: Lost off, little, you, you lost you a little bit, but we we
1: got you back now. I got five other projects that I'm putting out for the end of the year. Mm-hmm. that's dope.
2: Yeah, we we need yeah. to get the other books. So we got three three books out there now. It's four books because I've only got I only got two, and so if I'm behind by two, I feel like I'm only helping you out fifty, or not even helping. I'm only supporting fifty percent, and I don't wanna, I don't want to do that. So I need to get baseball yes. on game.
1: It's four out right now. Okay. So I, I'm, I'm is, halfway. If you count, count the fourth one with PJ, it's four out. Shout out to PJ, Life oh, of Military Child. Yeah, Life of Military Child, yeah. Yeah, we got, got a celebrity alum.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> definitely. Same thing with, uh, with Drea out there, man. She has her book out as well. So I, I think that's really, really dope. Uh oh, Putting yeah. the books out. Uh, how long does it take to put a book out?
1: Ah, uh, the corner, it can concordant. What you know? What you're trying to write? Like you know, you can go. The best thing that ever happened in this world, I think, is Amazon. You know, starting the KDP, which is a self-publishing, right? Even with self-publishing, I have some editors and all of that stuff who do stuff. But I went both route, right? Um, I literally um went through a publisher for my Why Not Me book, which is was actually published through a publisher. You know, put in all in in, in all kind of venues and stuff. That took about 15 months. So when you go through a publisher. It's a long, it can be a year, year and a half, because it's a lot of things that they're going to, you know, hold you accountable to. If right. you self-publish a book, you can put a book out in, in one week if you want to self-publish it. Now, according to want to do, I mean it's because you can is Amazon allows people to self-publish on the Amazon. It's going to be exclusively sold on Amazon or your own website. So I've done both. I've done the publishing route and I've done the self-publishing. For me, for a lot of my books you know they're about 166 page now the 30 days books it takes me about 3 months and that's because you know the content development and then i have someone who goes and looks over the editing and then i have someone who kind of you uh, can t-
2: there you go Oh, we lost you real quick we lost you real quick i'm not sure if you're talking but we lost you uh, real yeah. quick, Dre went ahead and put it in the in the uh, in the chat, so y'all can look at the uh, website. While we getting cheap back, uh, she put it in the website or link. the chat, the link. Thank you, Mike. Yeah, she put it in the <laughs> link, the <laughs> website to go go on Amazon to go make your purchase. Yeah, so we gonna have to uh, go ahead and step up our game and get the other books for sure. For sure, I'm I, yes. I slipping. I didn't even know that was a thing.
0: They, they, so, nah, the big one. Nah, me neither.
2: Yeah, so we have to go ahead and go back on that. But uh I'm not sure what happened with Chief. I think he's gonna try to come back real quick. Uh, there he goes. We got you
1: back. Oh, okay. Man, yeah. I'm sorry about that. This is my this is my first day using the internet. We're we're gonna get the boost here next week. So I think it's because <laughs> nah, I don't know. it's all good. It's good.
2: We like the exclusiveness. We like this. This is what yeah. we do and <laughs> we appreciate it as you well. Got, you got
0: you got Pete in the in the W in, in wherever the hell he at. He- <laughs> In a seven-star hotel, you got me over here with paint chips off my wall. You know, that's what we do. I'm
2: telling you where I'm at, man, it's a five-star, hey, Six and a half.
3: Five
2: yeah, Yo, they do do your laundry, which is pretty dope, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway I love with that. But yeah, make sure y'all go get the book and get Dre's book as well, man. She had a book out there, so make sure you get the book. Oh, oh Mandela yeah. up on here. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm in a hotel, all right? Not a motel. Actually, it's a resort. You freaking yeah, hate see, it. It's a resort. He, yeah.
1: right? he, he, the truth coming out. The truth coming out.
2: <laughs> nah. Uh, we got the good... He, actually, you
1: know, actually in the lobby right now. That's not even his room. You're trying to... <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: He's yeah, he
2: but no chief that's awesome man uh i know you say you got a lot more projects so we won't get into that we'll go ahead and watch it and figure out when they come out So i can't wait to see the next projects come out and everything uh what's next for Kurds leadership alliance or is that one of the projects that we can't talk about
1: no, nah, no man, no. Nah, that, that's that'll be on the invoice too. So, um, <laughs> that's getting expensive. This yeah, yeah. podcast yeah. yeah.
2: if y'all want no, to no, donate I, to the
1: show. No, man. I tell you man, uh what's next man? is just, you know, just trying to grow, right? You know, we got some great partners that we are working with right now, doing a lot of stuff, um expanding a lot, you know, got some great people that that one in 100 that I talked about earlier got, you know, Going through the hundred, I'm finding, you know, you're finding those diamonds in the rough, man. Some great, some great people, man. I pride, I pride myself on that, man. Ninety-five percent of the folks I work with right now are prior military, and and they're not all prior chiefs. They're master retired, master retired, senior master retired folks, you know, that just um, and and some people are not. Some people on active duty, but you know what? What I think is so beautiful about what we're doing now is we're creating legitimate opportunities. We're not just you know hobby in it we're, we're creating legitimate opportunities and spaces for people so i think the rest of the year i'm focusing mainly on just number 1 relaxing as much as people see me as much as you don't right so you always got to take care of yourself right so right. i got you know so i think what's next man is i'm excited for the rest of the year i'm excited for after next week i'm excited for we're going, and a lot of the places we're going is man, just growth, man, and keep creating a table that that's just keep growing and growing and growing. We're serious about wanting to live their passion and 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 doing stuff like this. So that's good yeah, stuff. I appreciate, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mike, yeah, man.
2: go ahead, Mike. What you got?
0: I will. I I tell you, Chief. Last time you was on, you uh you hit us with. You said uh, you talked about drive by greeters. Uh, and I'm I ain't gonna lie to you that that stuck with me, not that I think I was, but it stuck with me to the point where I had to make sure I put extra energy in uh, making sure to make sure people was okay, right? because you we walk by so many people day in and day out and 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 we all do it. It's, you might walk by somebody and don't say a word to them, right? You might see this pre- see this person every day. Um so I made it a point, you know, to make sure I asked, you know, hey, how you doing? somebody say okay, and you ask them as you' sure. You you gave that to us and it stuck with me, um, and I try to pass that on as much as possible because I don't see it a lot. Uh, and this, and I think as people we miss that, right? We we miss just asking people how they doing and give them that that one to five minutes to be able to get something off their chest because you never know what they what they going through. Uh, so I appreciate you for that. I got, got you. I'm give the no, I one. stuck
2: with you,
3: man.
0: And you got. Yeah, got me? Yeah, we, we got hear you. you. We hear you. It's still no, going out a little you. bit.
1: Yeah, we a got
2: bit. you. We ain't got you. There we go. I think we good now.
1: Okay. No, I say I appreciate that, Mike. I heard I heard all the words. Um, Yeah, man, I appreciate it. That's one of the things I wrote about actually the first when I retired in that first small book is that drive-by greeter, man. It's that, man, when you're in line or you somewhere, you see somebody, man, just take the time. You can't do it 100% of the time, man. Take the time to connect with somebody right yeah. i appreciate that
3: chief
2: Absolutely. yeah chief of course ahead. thank you i don't really know what else to say but thank you uh of course knowing you for as long as i have which i'm losing track on time but time doesn't matter relationships still stay strong and i appreciate everything you do for me uh whether from a distance or up close and personal as, as much as we are now hopefully one day we can rekindle i get to see you uh, actually in person you'd be all over the place and we we always seem to miss him and, and everything like that but uh secretively uh i guess if you didn't know your bio when you were a chief in the position that i'm in now is still out there so i grabbed that and now it's if i was in my desk uh sitting in my room you would see that and that's kind of what i look at every day is uh, a picture of your bio it's an old Cedar mass arm bio but it, it's, it's an old bio but i still look at it look at all the accomplishments it's just like god damn it's almost like a checking list to make sure that's my parameter when i can't talk to you all the time so secretively that's my that's my little thing i got up my motivation so i appreciate it but uh i, I like i said thank you for doing this thank you for coming on with us as always and thanks for sharing every single nuggets and, and having this as um something that's going to live forever. And I think that's the important part is this will never go away. Hopefully our podcast never goes away and, and the the content on it will never go away. And right. part of being part of that content is just so important. Uh, if not for everybody else, for me, just personally. So thank you very much, chief. I appreciate it. Sir, we always leave you with the last words. So anything you want to say, sir, it's your time.
1: No, man. Uh, you know, as I started, man, I'm going to tell you, both you and Mike, man, I'm proud of you, man. I've seen a lot of people start things and don't, 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 don't hold true to it. Right. And you guys got a lot of things going on in life and family and deployments and y'all all all over the place. Y'all could easily say we're not doing this. And so I just want to give both of y'all a huge shout out to continue to do this, man. Because, again, two years or does it matter if it was two years ago or today, it doesn't matter who's watching, doesn't matter who's liking. It doesn't matter who is sharing. Y'all are growing and y'all are growing each other. But, But trust me when I say somebody's watching somebody is liking, but they just might not be hitting a button. Somebody is envious. And that's still a fan. I always tell, I always tell people envious people and, and people who hate, that's why you will never, I'll tell you, I will never post something negative on Facebook. You don't ever post. I don't, and I would, you know, my last word is that live in your own truth, live in your own purpose, live in your own life. Don't worry about who ain't for you. That would be, that's my last word. So, to to have, and I know it gets frustrating when people don't support you, family, friends, people who are in your face. It gets frustrating, right? But it doesn't matter. So the, if you give ten seconds of energy to a Facebook post to say that, oh, people hating on me or this and that or whatever these posted, I see people posting. Actually, sometimes I actually mute those people. I'm just going to be real mm-hmm. because it doesn't matter. I'm going to counter that with positivity. If you see me put out a post, it's gonna be because I seen something great in life today. I saw a bird land on my balcony. I don't know. I'm gonna post something positive, right? I'm gonna post that we can do this, that you can do this, that we all the same. Man, to give energy to who ain't for you, who ain't at your table, don't matter, bro. It doesn't matter. So all I will tell you, uh, anybody who's listening, uh, for especially for you and Pete in this podcast, and Dre putting out her book, or whoever want to do, do whatever you want to do. Because the only thing that matters is the person that you got to look at in the mirror, and that's what matters. Right. So if you want to go out there and paint your car Pepto-Bismol pink, paint your car pink. <laughs> you want to go out there and wear 28 pants when you were 34, wear 28 pants when 30, that's what you feel comfortable and go do you. Yeah. Right. If you want to go out there and say, I want to call myself an author, then write a book. If you want to go out there and say, I want to call myself this, then go do it. You want to go do this, go do it. Guess what? It don't matter who looking. I don't care. Like I said, you put negative things out on social media, I'm going to love you from afar. I'm going to mute you immediately because (laughs) that energy don't matter to me. And you ain't even talking about me. You can be talking about anybody. It just don't matter. Right. It doesn't matter who is not for you. You are for you. And believe me, you're not on your team by yourself. Somebody is for you. And, you know, I always tell people and I end with this and I always, you know, I, I, you know, I, if I do put something, if I do look at something that can be taken semi negative, I don't ever put it on Facebook. I just write it in my notes. Right. So Mm -hmm. I'll end with this. I always say people will try to measure your success with their own regrets. Facts. Shit. Facts. People will measure your success with their regrets. So the minute somebody says, oh, why these guys got a podcast and nobody watching, it's because they regret not doing what you do. Right. So people, people start saying, you work hard. I see you work too hard. And I was like, well, you don't work enough. <laughs> because people will always try to measure what they feel like they want to do. But the fear or whatever the barrier is, instead of coming and saying, hey, I see what you're doing. I would love to follow up with you to see how I can potentially do that. People will measure their your success with their regrets, so they're going to try to diminish your success because they want you to be right back what they where they don't want to do. Right. That's the only kind of thing I will say that can be taken, but it's the truth. So I don't diminish people's re- success with my regrets because I all I have regrets and we all do. Right. So what I will do is I go, man, y'all killing it. I'm I'm happy for you. I'm happy to see y'all doing that. I don't go, man. Y'all killing it, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's I. Right. It's just okay, <laughs> yeah, you know. I, I I read I read your stuff and it's just it's just okay, you know. I okay. I'm just supporting you. It, it doesn't matter if it's over or not, you know. I want I want to show you that you live in your truth, you live in your purpose, and and guess what? You know, I'm watching and I'll support you. But, you know, I don't I don't require support from anybody or ask or need it. The only support I need is the fact that I can wake up in the morning and feel like a whole person. And if I can feel like a whole person, I got enough support. Right. Man, chief. really appreciate it.
2: Appreciate the last words. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I thought we're done. Go ahead. I think we lost lost you you again. There we go. Uh, Go ahead. chief. No, I'm good. Oh, well, No, I said that I was it. Okay, man, I I appreciate it. And thanks for going through the struggles with us with technology and everything. I understand. Don't even worry about it. Just having you on here is a blessing, and I appreciate it as well. Go get the books. Go get the books. Go get the books. We always got to support it, so I'll make sure I step up my game too. Don't just talk it. We live it. We're going to go ahead and get the same thing. Uh, if anything, just to have it in case somebody wants it. Uh, go ahead and hand those things out. Uh, go check out Courage Leadership Alliance. I need to step up my game with that as well. Big Mike, unpopular celebrity is gonna take a break. Are we gonna say it now? Or are we gonna put it out on the face? Yeah,
0: today? we're saying now. Uh, got a lot of what should what should you you think you said it backwards earlier? Moving and shaking, Pete's words. Moving and shaking. <laughs> we got a lot of moving and shaking happening over the next couple of weeks. So we're gonna take a little quick pause. It'll be about uh, about a month and a half. What you think? About a month and yeah. a half, we'll be back. Yeah. We got some fire. We got some fire coming back, loaded loaded in the in the chamber for y'all first show back. So we we'll definitely put it out there. Um and let y'all tune in but we we really appreciate y'all supporting up until this point two and a half years we had What when was the birthday what was it, july 4th july 14th
2: yes, yep,
0: yep. somewhere around there but we appreciate y'all up until this point supporting with all of us moving around the world and trying to make this thing happen as best we could uh y'all spite y'all inspired pete pete making intro videos and remixes and all that he's doing <laughs> his thing man so shout out shout out to, i give a shout out to pete over there for for his crazy brain working and moving sending me a thousand texts with what he got man i appreciate you uh but appreciate you again chief for giving us your time all the guests that gave us their time with the crazy hours we got definitely appreciate it unpopular celebrities y'all know who it is
2: yo go meet big mike and uh chief simmons todd simmons go meet them at absa right yeah. next week uh yeah. in san antonio right People yeah he People be over here protecting freedom but y'all go ahead and go, <laughs> go support them, go say what's up today. that'll be at the booth. Chief,
1: real quick, you got a booth. Can you shout that out real quick? Yeah, yeah. we got booth. We had booth 26, 27. Uh, come holler at us. We right in the center stage right there. Come holler at you. you'll see a big booth. Don't you can't miss the Lions. So come come holler at us. go we'll, we'll be there with a couple of partners. So man, looking forward. A lot of stuff we're doing there. So stop by. I we swear.
2: ain't got a boot, but Big Mike, you can't miss his big ass. He's just
0: like a boot. He look like a boot. <laughs> <dog>. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Like, when they ask me who I am, I'm gonna say B. E. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, sign, I'm gonna be signing checks with your name on it.
2: How <laughs> this about? All right, anyway, I'm the celebrities, y'all. We out here, love y'all.
0: Yes, sir. Peace. Peace.